0: It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. All the latest news and information about technology. Uh, Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's
1: a few pros and cons with this. With
0: Trevor Long
1: from yourtechlife.com.
0: Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from
1: techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music
0: anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor, to providing the best advice, lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. All right, thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech coming to you live from Cupertino, in fact San Jose tonight, as we wind down from a very big day at the launch of uh, Apple's new products. I'm joined here each and every week, and especially here in San Jose, by Stephen Fennick from techguide.com. day, mate. G'day, Trevor. It's been quite a day. Uh, it's been a long day. But
1: we thought, for the fans, we've got to still do this podcast. Is that right? I insisted on that, Trevor. Yeah, we
0: do it. We do it thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And, and Stephen's right. I, um, I'll, I'll put my hand in the air and say, mate, I'll, we'll do it tomorrow. That's what I said. And then I've come back with it. For the fans, let's get it done. So uh, you are listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. This episode is 100% about uh, the launch of Apple's new products here in Cupertino. Two
1: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long.
0: So before we talk about the specific products, let's let's go broad on this whole thing and talk about the the event. We talked last week about the the importance of this venue, but in terms of an event, this was this was big. I've, I've, been, I've only been to three of these. You've been to many, so we'll, we'll talk about scale. But I don't think there's there's been something this big. Um, it was a massive venue. The, the thing that struck me was they just went, you know, similar, similar to always a video, but then just brush all of the, you know, company updates and go, we're getting straight into it. Within five minutes, we had the iPhone 6 yeah. being announced, and within 45 minutes, we were into one more thing. Yeah. So it was huge. Straight away, we knew that
1: they had a lot of stuff to cover. And that was the best indication for me. Where he said, "Look, the updates. As far as the updates go, we're going great." Is what, simply what he said. Uh, that 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 really that, that sort of made everyone laugh and really set the tone for the day. Then, and we knew. I think we knew straight away then that we we're going to announce something more than just the iPhone. And uh, yeah, as as you were saying, like within minutes, wow, these new iPhones were uh, on the screen.
0: So we we had the big the Flint Center for Performing Performing Arts, big uh, big theater um, for, for the keynote itself, and then there was this mysterious white building out. Side where um, after the keynote we were able to go in and very much was set up um, similar to a retail store in some senses, but a, a very very impressive bit of uh, construction given that it was really just you know two or three rooms, but the, the, they went to that much trouble. Do you know, it was a temporary structure. It was actually build, built
1: right opposite the Flint Center entrance. It's actually a, a garden that that little square. And uh it was just a pure white building, no apple markings or colours. You know, normally when they have it at the Yerba Buena Center they they cover the front with colours and, and decoration. This was just a less is more approach, all white. Everyone was wondering, what is it? And we kind of, we, we cottoned on the fact it was going to be the demo area. But um, no, you're right, the excitement of this thing, there was a lot of people there, a lot more than normally would be at the Yerba Buena Center, which is where they do the iPad launches. And, you know, it was a local venue for Apple, so they're able to bring a lot of employees as yeah, well, which which adds to the to to the to the, the venue. Road. Literally yeah. up the road from Apple HQ. I think we drove past it in the bus on the way there. Yeah. Uh, so there was a lot of Apple people there. I think I was talking to Craig Federighi, you know, uh, the guy who presented at WWDC. Uh, chatting with him in the line, and uh, a lot of Apple employees, as you said, uh, but also a lot of journalists. I think they from I think I, I was told there was more than five hundred journalists here too, from around the world. Obviously, yeah. all, all all corners of the globe. But uh, we, we, we we were there pretty early. I think we had breakfast and a drink, a coffee, and uh, the excitement just started to build from there. And then once we were in, and you know,
0: started spot on ten o'clock, and we were into it. Before we talk about the product specifically, let's let's just talk about the one more thing for a moment. Um, you know, he got through the um, the, the the phone announcement, and then he said, "You know, we've we've done enough here. That we could easily call it a day. That's a pretty big announcement." Um, and then you could feel this. He paused. He was very well well orchestrated. He paused. You could feel the excitement in the room. And then up on the screen came the words "one more thing," and he said it. Um, he literally, you know, cheered and, and gestured to the crowd. It is interesting because, and I've had this question a couple of times on the radio today, did we think that was really ever going to happen again because it was a Steve Jobs line, and i, I my opinion is I think he had to do it to give it the significance of such a new product I do you agree. feel yeah, so?
1: I agree, I think I think uh, Tim Cook really kind of grew into the role as uh, more than ever today as CEO. I think it was. This is you, with the one more thing, which is, as you said, a little catchphrase of Steve Jobs. Whenever the feature event was about to be unveiled, um, he, I think, since he becomes CEO, these are the, the being the biggest product releases they've had. Oh, the the watch, the the Apple Watch, is a totally new product. Steve was there for the iPhone. Steve was there for the iPad. So this yeah, is oh, this, this is his, defining. This was his. This was his kind of baptism as the proper as the CEO. All all the doubts about whether he could lead this company into the future, I think today were totally totally absolved. They were totally yeah. solved out today. He absolutely stood up and and delivered today. Yeah.
0: All right, and we'll talk about how the thing ended um, a little later because it uh, ended just as spectacularly as it uh, as it went through uh, here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. So let's kick it off. iPhone. Um, so I'm going to stay straight from the start. I was wrong. You were right. I was <laughs> the phones wrong. <laughs> um, I just so so they've announced two phones: the iPhone 6 and the iPhone 6 Plus. Uh, the iPhone 6 is a 4.7 inch phone. The, the iPhone 6 Plus is a 5.5 5 inch behemoth, um, phablet. I hate the word, but we're going to use it. Um, and, and look, they're they're essentially not hugely different in terms of what's inside them you know better processor lighter better camera all those things for me the standard i've been talking about today has been two things and um, we'll talk about the payment technology specifically but tap and go's in there so nfc's in there and the design these are these are beautiful new design you can you can see johnny ive all over it it's a rounded edge it's a rounded construction even the screen is rounded so it's smooth on your thumb as you come across it's it's a radical new design which which gives it value and it has the the tap and go in it Broadly, though, it is it is an entrance into the larger phone market. Absolutely, I think. Well, how long have we said? And and
1: Apple would have known this. where all, all these other companies uh, bringing out these five-inch devices, and and that was that was the feature that was drawing iPhone users away from the iPhone. Was we that we've heard that screen? We yeah. want I want a bigger screen now. With the release of these two two new products, they've taken that excuse off the table now. So yeah. there's no excuse now. If you want a big screen, hello, they've got one.
0: And to put it in in, in perspective, the 4.7 is smaller than a Samsung Galaxy S5. The 5.5 oh, 5 5 is smaller. no, but yeah. but it is and and the 5.5 5, uh, plus is, is bigger than a, the Galaxy S5 but similar to the to the, the, the Note. Mode, so, yeah. so they've literally if if that if size is an issue for you, then they've taken away that kind of sense of maybe wanting to go to Android because you wanted a bigger Absolutely. screen. Absolutely. Well, I,
1: I had I had a chance to go on the hands-on, and what struck me first of all, obviously apart from the size of the screen, was how thin they are. Oh, the, the thin, the thin Six point nine millimeters for the for the um, iPhone six, just noticeably thin. It was like picking up an iPod Touch. You know how thin the iPod yes. Touch is. It was that slender, and that was very impressive to hold in your hand. The rounded edges, that that great look and feel. Uh, it was all over it. The new volume buttons on the side, rather than this the round buttons, they're elongated buttons. They've also relocated the uh, the the sleep wake key from the yeah. top to the side. Reason for that is because Apple is still concerned that people customers still want to be able to use most of the fe- features one handed. So in in the case of the five point five inch device there is, a, there is a, an accessibility kind of function where if you're looking at a website, double-tapping the home screen brings the top of the website to the middle of the screen, so it's in, within reach of your thumb. Yeah. That's another reason why they relocated the button to the side, so you can still grab it one hand. And that's
0: a new gesture, really, isn't it? And we're not talking about pushing the home button. You literally just tap your finger as if you're doing a fingerprint scan over the home button twice. Just double-tap, double-touch of the of the home button will give you that um, that accessibility um, for to bring the screen down i got to say mate I picked up the the iPhone six plus and immediately put it down it's too big I think it's i've just never been a fan of the of the of the note style yeah. device, and so it is hard because i don't see it i don 't see the market for it, but clearly there is a market
1: well i'm I'm the opposite mate I think I saw the five point five and I thought look that 's my future phone i think um i don 't know what that says about me wanting a big phone. What, um, but anyway,
0: I, size I, is not important. That's why
1: I'm going for the four points. I'm not, I'm not compensating for anything, by yeah, the way. Yeah, I, no. I do like just a big phone. But uh, I I felt like I don't have overly large hands or anything. But there are photos of you me have actually, man hands. I do have man hands. I don't. I, hand. I I did. There are photos of me actually holding the five point five, and then look. That's not too big in your hand. It's it's. I can still curl my fingers around, uh, the other side, and uh, I, that felt comfortable to me. I, I thought that the curved edge on the screen. It's it seemed – like that's a full HD screen. Don't forget five point five. Not nineteen twenty by ten eighty, and and then the PPI is only four oh one on the five point five but to me and, and we've seen the G3s and the S5s and all these these screens that, it just that, looked that vibrant claim, though, didn't that it? claim to have this higher PPI but this looked sharper than any screen i've ever seen i don't Isn't know what it is
0: that's very interesting because a lot of um a lot of manufacturers go by the numbers right we have this PPI yeah. pixels per inch we have this resolution we have all this and you look at them they are beautiful but damn, the minute you pick up this phone, you go, wow, um, you know, Retina was one thing, Retina HD is another. It, it, it's just something they do with these devices. I had the conversation with someone today and um, and, and he said his wife is, is about to buy the Samsung Galaxy S5 because she likes the look of it. And I said, well, listen, bad time to just make a purchase like that without waiting. You've got a week to wait. Um, pick it up, feel it in the store and decide whether maybe one of these is, is right for you. Because do you remember um, this time last year um, we both went to the, the Apple Store for the launch of the iPhone 5, and I yes, walked the in, 5S, yeah. the 5S, and that was the first time I'd held it. Oh, unbelievable. Couldn't imagine that, that, that when the 5 came out that it would feel that way. Mm-hmm. I just think that's what's going to happen with people with the, with the 6 and the 6 Plus. They're going to go, oh, really? It's that thin? Yeah, absolutely. Now, one thing we
1: should point out, too, with the, with the bigger – now, this is a feature, as I believe, the iPhone 6 Plus – Allows you to have your home screen in landscape mode. Correct. The 4.7 does not. So that Correct. that is that is. Uh, uh, so what
0: we're saying here is those icons that are always down the bottom of your uh, device, um, the, the the sticky icons, they actually go to the side, like, like a your iPad, like, like you use on your iPad. Yes, but the is iPad it? doesn't do that. Yes, it does. It does. You go in landscape and portrait mode. No, but the but the um, oh, no, but the buttons the, the right. buttons yeah, don't yeah, relocate. You're right, you're right. So on an iPad, the buttons don't relocate; yes, they, they do. stay on the bottom. Yeah, whereas, so I think just for symmetry they've sort of stayed there
1: because it's only going to go over the width of the bottom there. But. Um, that's handy because it's not just like a, a, a it's not a cosmetic thing what they've done is they've actually some of the apps have been optimized to do that so your messages and your email take on the look of, of the mail so on your, on your iPad or on your computer so you've got your inbox on the left and the active message on the right hmm. so they haven't just filled it in like a lot of Android apps do when you know on a bigger screen they just fill it with nothing yeah. they've actually thought about it
0: because if they did that they would be going against their own conversations of the last few years where they bag Android for doing exactly that
1: funny that they, they did not mention Android once. No. no mention of any other brand. It was all about
0: them today. I think that's smart because in the end, let's be clear, there's a lot of following going on here. Um, there's a lot of stuff here that they're not first at. In fact, most Absolutely. of it. And, and I thought, you know what, I don't think Apple have a problem with that. I think Apple, and I said this today about the payment technology, let's, let's just talk about that. NFC is the, is the near-field communication. It's the stuff that's in your little credit card that allows you to tap and go at the service stations. It's in Samsung phones. It's in HTC. It's in Sony. been there for a couple of years. Been there for years, yeah. yes. Um, we, we talked about the iPhone 5 maybe having NFC. Yeah. Um, and you know what, initially today, when they wrapped up the I iPhone, tweeted that I was thinking, what? No, NFC? They wrapped up the yes. announcement of the iPhone 6 without any mention of NFC, yeah, and of then they went specifically into an Apple Pay conversation, which is their way of describing tap-and-go payments. So, um, and this is interesting, Samsung have this as well, where they've kind of integrated with the apps and a couple of the banks, and you can use your phone in that way, but I don't don't know that I've ever seen anyone do it, I don't know that I've seen it hit mainstream, and I think that's what's different here, when Apple does something, it happens on scale, It happens, it becomes mainstream, and it becomes socially acceptable to put your phone up for payment.
1: What have we always said? I've often said it in the anticipation of the watch, which we'll talk to in a second. Once Apple do something, for a large number of consumers, it's official. Think, okay, well, how long has this been going on? So now that (laughs) Apple's done it, uh, the mobile payments, now people are going to say, oh, hang on. You do that, can you? Like unaware that they probably had a phone that you they that you could do it anyway. It was it was possible it was validated that technology now. Now that Apple are doing it, everyone's thinking, well, it must be okay then.
0: Yeah, and so the the, the process. Oh, look, I don't want to go into great detail, but it is a little bit different to, to standard. It's essentially you you putting your credit cards into Passbook. Passbook does a validation with your bank, and that's why it's only launching in the US initially. So we have to wait for it to launch in Australia. It does a validation with the bank, and then it kind of makes it acceptable so that it's it's really a um, a direct Transaction between the the PayWave terminal and the phone that doesn't include your credit card details. It's like a, a special transaction it number. It generates a one off code Correct. for each transaction, so that
1: mm. e- each transaction, if they did actually see the transaction, that number would be meaningless next to it. A- Apple
0: don't know where you are, what you're spending it on, and and how and how much the individual items are. So that they're well, they're pretty clear about that.
1: Following following the iCloud uh, uh, had issues. Well, issues last week. Um, and 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 I I was of course security was always going to be paramount for this, but, but I was maybe thinking I don't know whether it was too late because the the the, the keynote had already been planned since a week ago. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know whether they should have mentioned iCloud or no, not. No. I, I I thought they were a It was a long shot, but. I thought it might have been made part of the update, uh, the updates at the start, but they, he They're threw that out the, out the window anyway. So, so
0: the tap and go in this is, is right up the top of the phone, so you're tapping the top of the phone. So Apple pays what it's called. It'll be part of Passbook. Mate, I don't think it'll be long. It'll probably be done by Christmas. Commonwealth Bank will be all over this because oh, they always are. That they'll they'll want to have this in market immediately, so we won't we won't see it take too long for Apple Pay to come to Australia. But to be clear, Apple Pay is is their name for their kind of passbook integration with NFC. It is though just NFC. So your your Caltex terminal that's got PayPass. It'll work. They don't need to do anything different. We should talk too about uh, all the telcos came out today and
1: said they're supporting the. They're going to. They're going to offer the, the iPhone six and six plus on their networks. Uh, a bit of a wars erupted though between some of the telcos. I think Telstra and Optus are both offering up to four hundred and fifty dollars to new customers mm. if they were to break their
0: contract. Yeah, so it's so, essentially that that thing so that's really annoying is the contract breaking. The carriers are offering you to pay for you to break your contract with another carrier up to four hundred and fifty. Now,
1: the reason this is happening with the iPhone, because, like everyone has heard about this. It's such a public release, public announcement. People, We've made the news, so everyone's thinking, oh, when's a new iPhone coming out? Yeah. So often, a lot of users plan their phone purchase or plan update around the time of the new iPhone. So hence the reason why Telstra and Optus didn't do this for the Samsungs, didn't do this for HTC, they only do it for the iPhone because of this. And there's going to be a line around the block and people, there's already people in front of the George Street Apple store now yeah. waiting a week and a half for this device. So that we are going to see those scenes. We say every year, how long can this go on? Yeah. This is now the the seventh year of the iPhone in Australia and I think the lines for this will be bigger than ever.
0: I agree, hundred percent. This will be record lines in Sydney around the Apple store. I think the other thing is you've got to you've got to feel for people like Samsung. Exactly, sit there going, "We've we've already got that. We've done that." But but secretly, I think also deep down they're going, "That's good because it validates everything they've done. It validates their phones. It validates what they're doing, and it just gives them credibility in a sense too." So you need to remember, Apple's not always first. No they're not
1: always first but when they get there with their version of it it's excellent yes like you know look at the ipod they weren't the first mp3 player oh. the iphone that was kind of the first real smartphone with touchscreen all that but they they there are often like features like nfc all these things that we've been talking about they they do it in their own their own time and when they do it they do it right
0: and you know what you can see right now looking back you can see apple pay the passbook being planned because when passbook was launched it was like what the hell is that Like, why? Okay, for loyalty cards? No way. That was always going to be their wallet. It just had to... They had to get it right. And also, remember, we're a bit lucky in Australia. Australians have the highest adoption of that technology. We're a bit blinded by that. It's like Tim Cook had to explain tap and go here in America, right? So we're we're a different country. We're ahead of the ball. I heard a story. uh, One of the journalists on this trip
1: said that they wanted to use pay and go at a store here. Mm. They actually had the terminal... And the store owner didn't realize that it would even exist. And he showed the store owner the tap and go. And he went, wow, I didn't even know you could do that. Right. So it just goes to show that. But I think with the with the Apple Pay, there's obviously a revenue play here too. I think Apple are going to clip the ticket for all these transactions too. There has to be some kind of hmm. some few dollars in their pocket as well for each transaction. You hmm. think of the revenue they could generate. And, and this is going to catch on. As we said,
0: this is now mainstream, this technology. Yeah. There's going to be a little earner for Apple as well, yeah, I think. Yeah. You take 0.01% of every transaction, you're making a bit of cash. Um, before we move on, let's wrap it on, on the iPhones with uh, pricing and availability. Look, essentially, we're talking about here uh, availability on the 19th, which is fantastic. That's a, a week away. Pre-orders start this Friday on the, Optus, uh, on the um, Apple website, plus the telcos will be taking pre-orders too. Frankly, I mean, I love the lines. I think it's great. But I don't know why it line up people. Order on the Apple website, they courier it to your bloody house that morning. You know, yeah. I've had it's it delivered. You like the I know, I like but the experience I, experience. I've ordered online, had the iPhone 5 delivered for my wife. It arrived at 9 a.m. at work.
1: Just walk across the road to JB Hi-Fi; they might have one as well. Exactly. So but, we're uh,
0: talking 869 for the for the cheapest iPhone 6, which is a 16 gig iPhone 6. The cheapest iPhone 6 Plus is 999 up to 1249. The iPhone 5s is reduced now to 749 for the 16 gig. The iPhone 5c 529. So I should also mention that there's a new top. Capacity is now 128 gig, double of uh, 60. The 32 and is gone. 32 gone. 32. See you later. Do you know why that I is. I thought it would have started at 32. No, well, see the thing is, you, you start at 32, your price is higher. So yeah, you, you start, you keep the 16 purely, and that they, they do low runs on that purely for the price point. So uh, two blokes talking tech. That's the iPhone 6. Uh, you can read heaps about that at TechGuide.com.au, including uh, Stephen's hands-on photos. I've got a little wrap-up of it on eftm.com.au as well. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear, netgear.com.au. And Stephen, we we do it thanks to Netgear. And when you travel, you travel exclusively with the Netgear travel um, travel router, Trek, the Trek. Yeah. It's a great little product. for When you're in a hotel room, you um, you've got your wired internet. You can plug the the Trek into your internet and then share that internet across a range of devices. And as you said to me, because I'll, I'll admit I I've got the Trek here, but I didn't plug it in because I have got yeah. the wireless. You plug it in, <coughs> lazy. Yeah, you plug it in because you get an extra level of security. There's a That's firewall right. built in there, so you're getting. Protection on your network as well. So, if you're a traveller like Stephen or an occasional traveller like me, um, get yourself a Netgear Trek and you'll find uh, a great connectivity in your hotel rooms around the world, wherever you are. It's your own network. You just plug it in, connect, and your, all your devices will connect as they always do each and every location. Check it out at netgear.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening
1: to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec. Now there was a lot of anticipation ahead of this event of course we we had a lot of information we kind of nailed the 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 specs for the iphones iPhone six I think the only thing was that was a real surprise, although it was floated as a rumor were the names iPhone six and six plus that was that was a suggestion a couple of days ago, but the iWatch, which is what we were thinking it was going to be called, there was very little information on the ground about that. There were very hardly any leaks. I, I never saw many many uh, like all these alleged leak photos. It was no just, one like, had a, a photo. Johnny Held uh, project this one, so Apple really kept this in house, and it really added to the day today where he could reveal it so spectacularly mm. uh, with his, a Johnny I video and. Uh, right off the bat, it was and, and that, that video.
0: If you haven't seen it, people, the keynotes are always available on iTunes. But it was Johnny Ive voicing it over. I think because Johnny's not a big fan of uh, live presenting, basically. But a voiceover by Johnny Ive. That white room still. He's always in that and white he, room talking. And movies. he he it, it was a it was slight it was bit by bit. You could kind of see it. Like they'd show the edges, they'd show the straps, they'd show the the the, uh, the crown on the side. And the the reason it was special. And I know it sounds crazy, fanboy stuff. The reason it was special was because everyone was wowed by every screenshot, I mean, every grab, because we, we had no idea. Like we thought, wow. A- and Plenty of and bloody mock-ups, but none of them were
1: right. Spectacular, spectacular close-ups and high-res images. And whoever puts those videos together for Apple's a genius. Oh. The, app, the, the products just look brilliant. Hmm. And I think that what I like there, just talking about the, this whole, you know, the smartwatch is nothing new. We've seen them from other companies. But Apple, I think I'm really happy to see that they've taken their own approach to it. They Correct. haven't just gone, right, here's your notifications, here's a heart rate monitor,
0: and off you go. And, they've, you know, they've, Samsung, they've Samsung's Gear 2 is a great watch. I love it. But something Tim Cook said today stood out to me, and he said, "It's not. we're not just putting an iPhone interface onto a watch. And that... that you look at you look at a Samsung Gear and you don't think it's a smartphone, but remember it's four icons and you swipe across to yes. find the icon. So the the concept of pages worth of icons is retained, whereas what Apple's done is go no no, let's just give you a whole bunch of little little circle bubbles. You can you can zoom around them like a map and then you find the one you want. You tap on it to open it. It's a very different approach yeah. and it's honestly it's going to work because it is so innovative. Now here's the major difference.
1: I think I was asked this um, on the radio earlier tonight. Is this as good as the Gear? The Gear 2. They're obviously going to draw comparisons. Sure. So I think what Apple has done here is they've created a device that's going to be of appeal to tech geeks
0: like you and me, yep. but also
1: style-conscious men and women. We sat with the editor of Elle magazine
0: it Australia, who was blown up. away
1: Absolutely. by this. She was saying that. This is as appealing to your style, your fashionistas, all these people who uh, you know th- this is this is important to them. So it's going to appeal to both of those crowds. That I think is the biggest attraction to this device. And there's two sizes: 38 mil, 42 mil, and that that's that that that's, uh, re- refers to the height of the phone, not the diagonal. 1.5 and 1.7 inch yeah. screen. So. Right away, you've got a smaller version, maybe for women or maybe for men, if they don't want a bigger, bigger watch. Mm. But this doesn't look like a big, geeky, chunky device. It looks subtle. It, it's no bigger than the watch I'm wearing right now, probably slightly bigger. And it is a bit it's not thick. Very thick. Well, it, it's but the way the way that it sits on the band and the, the way that the edges sort of round off round off on it, mm. it kind of reduces that thickness for me. Uh, I actually wore it. There's photos of me wearing the phone, yeah. and it doesn't look too big. Like, oh, there's I put photos of the Gear to the Gear S from mm. Samsung on my wrist last week, and it dwarfed my wrist. The Gear yeah. S was massive.
0: Look, you, you made the comparison there to the to the Galaxy. Let's, I mean, there's a million different s- smartwatches out there now, but let's talk about the Gear Two because it's the main competitor because it's been in market for a little while, and it is bloody good. The thing is, at at launch, um, they will do the same thing. But what's different here is Apple's. Developer ecosystem is extreme. Can you imagine at WWDC next year when they launch and show uh, like 10 different apps that are available? And here's the thing. Absolutely. I've said this a couple of times today. When the iPhone launched, it was it was a phone that would text, give you a visual voicemail and get you on the internet. No way could they have seen half of what's come. And now there's no way they will see what will come via the, the apple watch and developers getting together so that's why they've announced it early because it's not available yet because they want to want the ecosystem to be built so that when it launches there's 10,000 apps for it or not whatever totally. the heck it is right but
1: what what I like too like the, this is the attention to detail they've gone to it's got a touchscreen of course yes. for some for some of those easy actions where you know you hit a yes or no button or whatever or call or reject or whatever but
0: the touchscreen is sensitive too you can actually feel the yes, press a tap or a press that's right but the digital
1: crown as they call it which look which I call like the winder on your watch you know what do they call that the winder that's the crown the crown that's right so what that is not a a common term well but that is so it looks like a normal watch with that with that component Mm. but what that is is actually a little it's like the click wheel on an ipod on an ipod so you can actually rotate that to scroll up and down lists and for those little minute little actions where a press is not necessary you can actually wind up and down and actually press it in if it's also the home button there's a secondary button that, that links you straight to your contacts, so all the people that you want to connect with, either by phone or message yeah. or whatever, email, uh, so I like the fact that they haven't just gone. I like Samsung's phone is just. I think there's a home button and that's it, and it's got a, a touch screen. Yeah. This has got that other little tactile feel to it. I like the fact that there's all of this also haptic feedback. So you get these little subtle vibrations that you're getting a, a notification. You tilt it. All you need to do is tilt it upwards, and then the, the screen comes
0: to life. And you know none of the yeah. the, the, the tilting it upwards is not new. That that happens yeah. with a lot of smartwatches. But again, the, you know there's a button there that we really it does one thing at the moment. But when developers get hold of it, who knows what they'll do with it? Absolutely. The, the heart rate monitor will give uh, – I mean, it really is an issue for people that are developing wearables in terms of fitness because this thing you, detects the blood flow in your, in, in your wrist to determine your pulse, your heart rate, and, and a million other things like steps. So they're going to do some serious stuff with health built into the watch without third-party apps. They've so already, it challenges them, yeah. it challenges third-party app develop, developers to do something even more radical. Well, you, you think of what's out there already. There's a lot of
1: very impressive apps already for the iPhone. Yeah. Okay, yep. Forget the watch for the moment. Very impressive apps. Can you imagine how they're going to be uh, altered and updated so that there's the the interface continues? Uh, I spoke to uh, Belle Gibson, who was the she's developed an app called Your Pantry, or so it's it's a way for you to uh, prepare food, shop for food, and how she was the only Australian who had early access to the to the iWatch and the development of an app for it, and she was saying that well for her. Rather than you having to pull a phone out in the supermarket, you can just look down at your wrist and see all the ingredients without still keeping your hands free. Mm. Even if you're in the kitchen, you can look down and see the recipe on your wrist mm. without having to grab your, pocket, your phone out of your pocket yeah. and dirty it. So that's just one example of how it can be utilized. Imagine, there's, as you said, who knows what they're going to come up with by Worldwide Developers Conference next year. And
0: what I love envisaging here is the Apple Store at launch. So the hands on area where we went today was was very well laid out and they had these these areas where they're on s they're on, on like on, on stands so that you could see them they're rotating. They also had them in, in cabinets. Because there are three different types, because there are inordinate numbers colours. of bands yeah. Um, it looks so impressive. It looks it looks diverse. Now the Samsung Gear Two, you can change the strap on, sure. But this has got a, an innovative way to change the strap. Really easy to do. They've they've made it so it looks like you can buy one that suits your personality. And I think so, that's where they've nailed this to be. Honest.
1: It sort of goes back to what I was saying earlier, where you you, you might style it up. You know, you, you, we're coming from a tech angle, sort of the geek angle. But then someone else could t- t- choose to get the edition version, which is made out of adding carat gold and with a fancy metal band. What do you reckon that's going to cost. Uh, oh, look, three forty nine is is their entry the, level. They the reckon entry, that'll be five hundred in Australia, four fifty maybe. Yeah. I think you're going to be probably going
0: up to six seven hundred dollars. Oh, mate, if it was six seven hundred, it'll sell like hotcakes. That's I reckon right. you'd be talking a thousand bucks for that watch. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's look. Bottom line, uh, three forty nine is the American price they reckon for the starting point. There is no date. It'll be next year. Um, a very interesting product uh, and a, a very big thing in terms of what's happened to Apple today. It could change the company because you think about, n- but not only the watch, but the payment thing. There's a new revenue stream there. There's a whole new category of revenue for them here. Well, the, the stock market will look favorably upon them and on Tim Cook here and his leadership. Um, you know, they're doing a lot here to innovate, and this is a big deal for them. I think this was a historic day, Trevor. I honestly do. I think uh, it's, you know, it's a funny thing to say, and people, some some people. Um, will probably bag us for saying that. But I'm telling you, this is, it's going to sound stupid, but this is the kind of thing that I'll remind my kids that in, in 5, 10 years, no, no, I was there when, when they announced that thing.
1: Yeah, I, I say to people I was there for the first iPad and things like that. So mm. this is uh, a new direction. And the Flint Centre, where we were today for the Performing Arts in Cupertino, was where Steve Jobs unveiled the iMac, the first Mac. Mm. He unveiled the first iMac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this has a nice little Apple-like symmetry there where here's this pretty new product, a new direction for the company, and look what's happened the past two times, the company's gone on to bigger and better things, and as we said earlier, Tim Cook, I think, hit it out of the park today, yeah. uh, in terms of his leadership and, and the way that he presented the new products. Uh, there's, uh, I think, in, in the feedback that, that I've had personally on my social media, I've been sharing photos on Instagram and VoiceBite and on Twitter and Facebook, the watch seemed to get the most reaction. People were saying, got to have it, love it. That seemed to me
0: to be really positive. Was that the same for you? Absolutely. I mean, there was a lot of conversation about the the iPhones, but I think everyone was uh, enamored with the, the idea of something brand new because unfortunately for Samsung, for Motorola, for Sony, they've got the publicity here. Apple is creating this category not by being first, but by being so big and and they hate like it or hate it that's how apple rolls and and that's the publicity but, they've got to you
1: got to say that this is more than just a smartwatch they've really they've spent i reckon this has been in development for years got to be 4 or 5 it years has to be that this isn't something you couldn't come up with in months no. this has been thought out so thoroughly that it shows the, 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 the money is on the screen, as they say. You know, yeah. what they've done with it, you can tell exactly where yeah. they've worked on this and look at the result.
0: Got some of the details at eftm.com.au and Stephen's got a stack of photos from his hands on time, including videos at techguide.com.au. All right, extended edition here of Two Bikes Talking Tech from San Jose after the Cupertino launch of the iPhone 6, iPhone 6 Plus and Apple Watch today. Stephen, um, wrap it up. I mean, the ending was probably yeah. what what blew me away. And it was interesting because last night I said to you, I said, have you heard the rumors that you too might be here? And, and this morning you, you confirmed to me that they, they denied it. It's but then at the end, um, Tim Cook said, look, that if there 's one thing that defines apple it 's music you know we have iTunes we have we, we launched iPod all those things, yeah. and there 's nothing bigger than u two and out they came well, um, out came the the drums and, my and then, exact words I think on Instagram were holy shit yes, U2, exactly u two is in the house and you know i this is you know i don 't know if people are familiar with vine, but vine 's a six second uh, looping yeah. video i've had a vine today that 's had over five thousand loops it 's just yeah. going insane, people watching just six seconds of u two yeah. performing so Bono and u two performed one of the songs from their new album, and then they uh, kind of awkwardly in a scripted moment, um, uh, had a fun moment with Tim Cook to announce that at that very moment, they were launching their new album on iTunes for free. So until about yeah. mid-October, when it, when it becomes uh, widely available in other other platforms, it's free. So if you've got an iTunes account, that's half a billion people. Yeah. <laughs> and I think there's a couple of things here. It's free. So you can get it now for free. Download it. Even if you don't like YouTube, yeah. download it. It's free. Absolutely. Um, they want to set a record here right they yeah. they want to say they want to have one hundred million yeah, downloads exactly in one right. you know this will be huge bonos bono 's got a big check from apple, no doubt because that 's a commercial agreement, that but is. you know they have a long standing relationship with a lot of the charity work that u two do yeah. through the product red and different well, things launched, like that
1: They launched the u remember back in two thousand and four I think it was they had the u two iPod, the red yeah. and black one yeah. that was launched where we were for the iPad mini launch right, California, California, California theater. theater yeah, which is just up the road here in san jose so uh you two uh, again in uh, in with Apple and and you yeah. know. Two big, big company, two big, big band, big company. They seem to make great
0: music together. They do. They, they make good they make good tunes. Um, it was a huge event. Uh, there was a good way to end it. And generally, it was an unbelievable vibe in that theater. And um, and I think the, the coverage has been over, overwhelmingly positive. Obviously, there's been people comparing things to Android and saying they've got it first. I've seen plenty of memes kind of going around saying, welcome to 2006 and stuff like that. You know, the Nexus, all that kind of stuff. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Apple make it easy. Just because you've got uh you know, turbos in a car doesn't mean that you've done it well if it performs badly. If you've got the features, you've got to do it right and that's what Apple does, and I think that's gonna prove um Absolutely. itself very yeah, clearly in the, the next few years.
1: The uh the, the Apple polish is definitely all over these products and people once they get their hands on them, or well, the iPhones next week you'll see for yourself just how much improved the iPhones are, the size of them, how thin they are. The quality is right there. You cannot miss
0: it. Apple does quality. They do it very well. Check out all of our news and stories at techguide.com.au, at eftm.com.au. And uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode of Two Bucks Talking Tech, getting back to normal, all the other tech news. And, uh, Stephen, it's been lovely spending time with you in San Jose. been.
1: Do we know the way to San Jose? We sure do. As long as we know the way home is what I say.
0: We'll be back in Australia at the end of the week. Uh, Stephen will be cheering on the bunnies. Uh, go the bunnies. I'll get on the bandwagon again now that Parramatta's gone. Um, thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech and thanks to Netgear for their support. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick.